Hello everybody and welcome to my brand new podcast, Music to Live For with Shanti, it's me, Shanti, a Swiss musicologist and stage manager, talking with different artists and discussing different topics belonging to the music business. My guest today is the Swedish photographer and video maker John Killam, and together we will discuss the impact of images in the music scene and on social networks. Before we start, I want to inform all the skaters out there that in Basel opened a new skate shop. Go and check Friendship Skate Shop in the Klebeckstrasse 84 or visit the website www.friendshipbasel.ch. Ride or die! Check this out! Hello everybody and welcome to this episode. How is important the visual presence of an artist or a band on social media and YouTube? We will discuss this with John Kilham, photographer and video maker from Sweden. Hi John, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good. How are you doing? Hey, here in Switzerland, everything's fine, always motivating, doing podcasts, and I'm so happy that we have the chance to, to get in touch once again, because I guess we toured like three years ago or something like this together, yeah. and um, I, I have a, a, a lot of good memories of that tour, and I'm so glad that I had the chance to meet people like you, because I have to be honest, uh, I'm definitely in, a lot into the music world, but more in 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 what is more personal relation with the artist uh, and enjoying the music and i always admire people like you that try to capture the moment it could be in a picture or in a video and i always thought that definitely an interesting point to discuss and also to get into what also social networks are that's something also a lot visual uh, so I thought you are the right person to discuss about that. Uh, but first of all, I'll let you introduce you to the audience. So my name is John. I'm a 26-year-old photographer uh, from Sweden. And uh, I focus mainly on live music and touring with bands and artists and try to make them look as cool as possible <laughs> on the internet, I guess. And uh, yeah, I've been doing that for about four years now. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, just trying to keep on pushing. That's that's my oh, that's, that's my cool. goal. Yeah. But this is your main profession, or you you do something else aside? Yeah, it's been uh, my profession for the last two years. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. So I actually quit my job right before uh, we met for the first time. That's what, okay. That's when okay. I like quit and try to focus on it full time because I realized if you want to tour a lot, you it's really difficult having a job that allows you to be away for long periods of time and also being flexible about it. So I just figured I'm going to give it a shot and uh, yeah, just been winging it since. <laughs> well, I think this is the right approach. I mean, in my, in my work, I got, I'm definitely lucky because with some orchestra, you have, you have your program here in Switzerland and then it came some tour or somebody just asked, hey, we are going on tour there and there. So you, you know that you're going to travel, you're going to have some different experience of the daily routine. And, uh, and this happens like 
okay, this is it, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Without any plan, with for the planning or like thinking, oh, when I, I would like to go there and there. And so I think that, yeah, those are the decisions in your career and your profession definitely important because uh, uh, I guess even more nowadays, even in this COVID situation, when we discover that our job is also, um, we could uh, achieve all what we would do. Um, you recognize how, how lucky you are when you choose a profession that allow you to do really what you really love. And in this case, also to, to see the world and meet new person. And um, yeah, I, I always consider myself definitely lucky because when I, when I handed my university, I, did, I, did, I didn't really know what my future could be. And in the end, six years later, I definitely so happy of all the choices I made. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You, you use an you use an expression like "make looking good." What bands? <laughs> uh, can you describe a little bit better? What What do you mean? Or what does it mean for you, looking good? I mean, like with social media being such a big part of like today's industry in music and everything, I think it's a good way to really like separate yourself from other artists with what you're creating visually like it could be photos it could be videos or whatever you choose to focus on uh, so I think it has a big impact on how you want to kind of portray your band to to the world maybe some bands they prefer more live shots or like epic uh, like Uh, epic live shots whereas other bands maybe prefer a bit more relaxed approach with they're chilling a lot or hanging out and I think social media has a big part in how you want to kind of look on the internet and um, yeah like I think that's what every band wants they want to look good online and that's not like in a bad way just like they want to be portrayed in the best way possible and that's why I'm there to to help them do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because of course, music is also a product that you, you, you need to sell if the band want to leave of that, or of course, uh, make it some money to keep going on tour and keep doing their own business. So that's definitely important. Um, the question is, uh, are the trends that you see online, the, uh, does those trends have a lot of influence on what you're doing or do you try to, to do or... Um, What do you think is the right way? How, how is your connection when a band comes to you and say, you know, we need your help to look good? <laughs> yeah, I think like trends have a big part in, in everything because you kind of want to do what, what's hot right now. And, but at the same time, you kind of just want to do what you feel like doing instead of what's cool right now. Uh, so I try to kind of stay away from the trends Like, even though I can take some inspiration or like think, oh, that's cool. I can interpret that in to this video or, or however, I try to just do what I feel like doing <laughs> with just like, um, yeah, I think trends is, is a good way to find inspiration, but it shouldn't define what you want to create. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just, most of the time, just do me and I leave the trends. <laughs> I leave the trends behind and kind of just do what I feel like is cool or what I think looks good. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, most of the time when bands come to me, they almost every time give me like full creative freedom to create however I want and like whatever I think is good. And with some bands, they have one or two guys that are a bit more uh, in the process with me uh, of like discussing or creating together and like bouncing ideas of each other. But most of the times it's just like, they'll have an idea like, oh, I think this looks cool, this format, or it could be anything, but they, all the bands usually have some someone that is a bit more interested in, in like video and photo, but more often than none, like it's always, they let me do my thing. And uh, if they like it, they just, <laughs> they just keep letting me do it. And if they have anything else, they just tell me. So uh, it's been working out so far. And uh, it's always fun to have someone to discuss ideas with and kind of, you know, not just go with what I think. Um, like have someone else's opinion is always good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so like happy that bands allow me to just do my thing and let me rock with it because it's, it's helping me evolve as well just to keep on yes, yes. experimenting and pushing myself. So I'm thankful to all the bands and managements and everything that like just allow me to, to go wild and crazy with it. Oh, that's great. That's great. But talking about your profession as photographer, how, how did you get there? How, from, from where you come this passion for photography? So about 10 years ago, or maybe a bit earlier even, me and my mom, we would like try to find something we could do together. That wasn't your normal cooking or watching a movie. So my mom suggested we would buy a camera. Um, so she bought a camera and then we started going out, taking pictures just of the nature or random stuff or would go somewhere on vacation, would bring it and just, just document nothing like in particular, just like learning the camera and, and having fun with it. So that's where it started. And then about two years later, I was going to, um, uh, I was searching for like a gymnasium in Sweden with, where you have like these, um, where you can choose like a, like a profession or like a, a subject yes. to study. So yes, yes. I was very interested in journalism. So I was like, yeah, I could do that. And then I went there and that's when I started like learning the basics of like Photoshop, uh, Premiere and like graphic design. So it kind of expanded. And then when once I got into that, I kind of, learned like how the camera works and that I actually was pretty good at it. So that's when it started basically. But my mom was the one that kind of, kind of was the, like the starting point of it all. Yes. Yes. Yeah. When, when I guess when family um, brings you something like this, the boundary, this passion hobbies or whatever you want to call it is like, uh, in the beginning, of course, before it becomes like a profession, it's it's so important. I, I noticed this with uh, instruments, uh, playing music. I mean, my family, uh, my father is music teacher. He played organ and everything. And uh, in in a, in my parents never pushed me. You know, to you you have to learn 
to play an instrument, but it gave me just the opportunity to try and this and that. And, and so you discover, as you said, you, you say, you know, I noticed that I was good in that and I'm feeling good. So this, that's the way to do it. That's the way for good for you. And, and I guess it's the same when, when somebody is trying to play an instrument and, and this is for maybe something that a lot of people need to uh, also understand because sometimes out there, there's people try to push themselves. Trying, I, I definitely need to do that, and I have to be good at that. But maybe they have that wasn't the, the way they should they should be. Oh. So yeah, so I think this is definitely it's, it's so important really to to understand with yourself if this fits to you, because if it's to you, it can bring some more more uh, security in what you do. And um, and also uh, it can lead, of course, to to a, an opportunity of a career, or or definitely to understand the better way to be an artist, in the way. Yeah, I think if you come into it with no pressure or no like expectations of, if you start playing an instrument, you should do it because you like it, not because you want to be a rock star or, however, it's it should come from a place of just enjoying it, and I think. If you enjoy it, the rest of it will come pretty easily. Not not yeah. easily, but like it will. You you will find your way a lot better if you just enjoy it. Yes, yes, totally agree. I totally agree. So when you are on tour or when you are on stage with the band, or what you try to capture? What what do you do? You have like a, a typical way to work or approach to to a band when when they don't ask you, okay, we need just a portrait of the band, of course. But when when they are live, because when I watched some some of your shot and or and some of your videos, I, I always ask myself, oh, what's the idea behind? Because there's a lot of things to to think about. The movement, there's the crowd, there's the band on the stage. You got like four, six members of the band on stage doing what. And when, of course, when you are in tour with them, you, you have the chance to know them better. Uh, you can observe, okay, the bass player liked to do that. Uh, the singer used to do that. So, okay, oh, can you, uh, in, in your mind, you connect and um, plan what you're gonna, what you're gonna shot? Sometimes I try to plan ahead, but it's, like always in the moment, it like I find it better to just improvise in the moment. Like once the once the show starts, I just kind of roll with it. And um, as you're saying, like you know these moments that are happening on the stage every night, so you kind of kind of plan around them or like think, oh, how do I capture this moment? Or and that's a good thing about being on tour because you have so many shows, you can like um, you can capture it in different ways. You can, you can kind of plan around that because you have 20 shows or more and you can really get to know the band and their performance really well. And that way you know how you want to document it as well. Because if you come in and shoot a band one night, it's kind of hard to know what they're doing or what they're planning. But when you're on tour and you know the band and you know, their show it's it gets a lot easier to, to kind of to know what you want and I always try to think like if I weren't at the show what would I want to see on social media the next day or whatever mm -hmm. how yes. can I capture the atmosphere and the energy of this show to really portray it in the best way possible like it was that night and 
of course you want to make everyone look as cool as possible so just like experiment with different angles different lenses and like I try to switch it up every night because since the set list is the same, you don't really want to have the same routine every night because mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. it will be just the same. So I try to switch it up every night and not be stuck in the same patterns because that's when you start to, I think, see it in the videos and the photos. If you do, if you're doing the same thing every night, you're it's going to get repetitive quickly. So I think in this line of work, you need to be very flexible and adapt to every show because even if the show is practically the same every night uh, you don't want the photos to be so it's a lot of improvisation from my part because I just yeah I just kind of wing it and <laughs> it usually works out for me <laughs> yes and uh, you can recall there is there is maybe in your career on live music there is maybe one shot that was would you say oh this was definitely a, a, a good shot for you or or that you know that those kind of shot that maybe you didn't expect but in the end when you were looking and working on your picture say oh no that's definitely something that i consider definitely a good good shot and memory yeah there is one shot in particular which holds a lot of memories and it's really a shot that i feel is my favorite of all time for myself and it's uh, a shot of rio from chris lake on resurrection fest where it's rio in the middle and then it's just a massive crowd in the background and i remember like shooting that show was so stressful because it was so many people the crowd was massive i was running around like crazy and i got that shot like at the like the last like the final parts of their set. And then I walked back to our like trailer or dressing room and I like flipped through the, the photos and I saw it and I was like, I didn't like realize it in the moment that I took it. But when I looked back at it, I was like, damn, this is a good shot. <laughs> like, and um, I remember like our tour manager came in and was like, this is why you're here to document like moments like this. And For me, it holds a very special place because it's a very special photo for me, but it's also a very special moment in the like in the history of Crystal Lake because they are a band from Japan. It was their second time in Europe playing this math mm -hmm. festival, and it was a moment in time for all of us that are it's so special. And I really feel like looking at that photo, it reflects so many things for us and i'm happy that it was i'm so happy that i got that shot because it's it's very special to me yeah this is something that i always love from uh, picture in general because they capture that moment yeah whatever is something private like your family or something like more um yeah we are used to watch uh on history book some some picture of tragic moment or some important moment and say okay This is what it was. You see how people were dressed or um, the cruelty or the reality or what happened, whatever is a good or a bad thing. But the picture is that this is, this is a frame of the time is there. So I can imagine that even in that situation, as you said, the band that uh, come from definitely another region of the world coming into Europe. So there is this idea of we are in a, in a, in a new place and we are evolving our style or opportunity to do music. And then 
you got the moment capture and it's like a um like a time machine yeah, of course yeah, because absolutely. i i remember my mother uh, giving me some picture belonging to 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 the family from a, a, i would say from the grandpa or something like this or black and white pictures and and, and it was so uh, interesting this approach where you can touch it you can see it and you can only imagine uh, what what was the feeling of being there and uh, I, I also had the same experiences at the university uh, where we had to work on some material uh, collected by a private uh, collector and friend of the music, musical institution. And said, so in this box, we have the memories of a conductor, a Russian conductor. And um, so me and my colleagues, we had the, the chance to work on original material. And from that, we just need to like write uh, some kind of biography and uh, a time lapse where he was, why he came to Europe and everything. I mean, from Russia to France in that specific case. And, um, and it, I had the chance to work on original picture and uh, as an original letter. So handwritten, uh, the paper old and everything. A, and the feeling that working on that project was so, so special because of that. And so I, I can imagine, of course, nowadays, this picture is gonna land at, on the internet, gonna land on social network and everything, but I can imagine uh, the day, maybe in 15 years when somebody gonna watch once again, you will have, of course, even for you, one day somebody's going to ask you, hey, can you show me a picture? You can, you go back, maybe taking out some, some, some old stuff and if you say, oh, I remember that shot. And I was, of course, I was there, but when you watch this picture and you, you, can, you can feel something. I think this is, this is incredible. And I think what I, li I like of your work is that, that um, I, I can feel that moment. I, I saw a, picture, a couple of pictures you, you took when we were on tour with Ghost Tyrese, the Awake the Dreamer and the Fight the Fight. And of course I got the, my memory of being there, but watching the picture, I, I, I got also this other sensation that come again of, oh yeah, that was the feeling that well, it seems to be there once again. And and I think this is it's it's not, not, it doesn't happen with all the picture I saw of some live stream concert. So that's, that's why I say I wanted to talk to you in my podcast because uh, watching this picture, I got so good memories with me. And also they break back other emotions. That, uh, and, and this is so an aspect that I really admire people like you that can find their own way to tell the story or, and, and to capture that moment because... I guess as human being, for us, it's important to keep something, right? To, yeah. to keep memory. And, uh, and, and, and picture is, is one of those, maybe one of the, I think personally, I think one of the most wonderful, wonderful method to reach that goal of keep memories. So this is, this is definitely interesting. And uh, my second question in that direction would be like, so this is, what you do while taking picture, but what's the process for you uh, while taking a video? Like you, you have the goal to um, 
to realize a music video, for example, I, I was already watching the video you did for Bury Tomorrow that also is a live set video. So uh, can you tell us more a little bit about your approach? Yeah, so mainly when I'm on tour with a band, it's usually we create like after movies or recap of, of a show or maybe it's a week on tour or whatever, but it's most of the time nothing too like structured it's just like a bunch of cool clips edited together in a in a cool way and um my approach usually is just i try to grab like a bit of everything from every night like it could be a cool guitar spin or like the audience jumping or moshing and i just try to collect as many cool snippets as possible uh so the video will be as good as possible <laughs> um But yeah, I really try to capture, as I was saying earlier, like the atmosphere and the energy of the show. And I think it's really important on like when you film the video, like you kind of have to, you have to like think ahead what you want the video to look like. And in that way, you can know what to shoot. Because if you are already planning ahead, you know what you want in the future, kind of like. And uh, all the shows are different, so you kind of have to, like, see how the night evolves. Uh, but usually I just try to get the atmosphere, like, get the crowd, get the cool lights, movement, and just try to portray the night as good as possible in the video. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry, please, no, please. I was just saying, like, for the Bird Tomorrow video that I that re recently... Uh, got released it was shot on the on the last year's black flame tour and um it's kind of funny because i edited i took all the recaps we did for three weeks and then i did a short one of all the clips uh just because i was bored one night i was like yeah i'm just i'm just gonna edit for fun no pressure no one is asking me to do anything and then a few weeks later they actually like got in touch with me and said oh, we want to make a live video because we saw the video you did and it was sick. So it like that opportunity got like got to me because I did something just for fun. And it was no one asking me to edit this video or like there was no pressure. And I think mm -hmm. it's easy to kind of lose yourself in that business side of, of music photography that you're, yes. you're there for a specific reason and it's easy to kind of forget your passion because you're so caught up in the things that needs to be delivered or it's this video and that photo. And I think it's the most important thing is to have fun and that you are happy. So it, it was, it was nice to see that I got an opportunity just because I did something that I enjoyed and that's cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, but we have to also to say that your profession as, uh, as photographers got like, a huge impact of the perception and reception of the of the band to the audience. Because um, I was talking critically with a friend of mine, and we were discussing the fact that uh, nowadays um, um, I would take the example of Instagram because I guess it's in, at the moment is the main social media. Uh, that people are using um, the fact that of course uh, we're talking about music but it's more what you see um, 
And sometimes uh, we had the feeling that um, this was a trend uh, it's, or this way to show also this word. Uh, it sometimes limit uh, um, this contact with the artist itself. Of course, you make it looking good. You, you, you tr your goal is to give the audience the, this side feelings of, okay, it's like you have been there. But uh, at the same time, um, it seems like for the audience, that's, it's so normal just to then to go to the show, see the people on stage, and then uh, like see the band on the, on the screen of the computer. I, I don't want to talk long because I discussed about that um, in, a, in a preview episode, but the fact that I had this experience like going to a live show and uh, um, it was like, I guess, despise icon show. And I had the chance to talk uh, with the, one of the singer of the band. And we were talking at the band merch. We also met before with another, with Over the, Over the Brave tour. And I noticed that like, for, there was a, a lot of audience for, for being Switzerland. And uh, like, we were just two people uh, just reaching the merch table to talk to somebody of the band. So uh, what what I want to try to say is like um, it seems like uh, this um, this social media phenomenon is like in some ways positive because uh, uh, for people like you enhance the creativity, but at the same time for the audience sometimes seems like there is like a wall. Like this is what I see, uh, this is what I'm gonna see live. But then you you try not to interact. Uh, maybe this is why uh, it's it's a way I get into the the music scene and my specific case in the punk rock and hardcore scene, but the fact that you were at the show and uh, you had the people play on stage like there and you had the chance just to talk and interact. Um, so um, this is something I think this is always an interesting topics because uh, I notice all of this in classical music, like uh, you know, there's always these distances in between the public and, and the artist, and um, and I always think that when when you have the chance to talk to those person that are makes you smile, makes you happy, uh, the music they make makes you a uh, remind of of good moments in your life and everything, um, everything makes a little bit more sense or give you a little bit more idea of what is this dimension of making arts. And uh, so uh, I think that uh, you, your work is, is good in the way that um, you want to bring those emotion, of course, back. Uh, but yeah, I, I personally still a little bit um, concerned in some ways, but also critical on, on what social media are, def of course, doing. Uh, nowadays, I don't know. Did you how, because you you also been on tour, so you are the first person who's got this contact with the artist and with the audience too. So you you, you feel like let's say if we if we can imagine a, a, um, a concert hall, there is a stage with the band, there is the barrier with where you got the security guys, and then you got the audience, and you and you are like in that middle way, in, in all senses, and then. The, um, did you also have the feelings maybe um, also of, of this, this situation, working a lot and posting a lot uh, your works on the, on the internet? Yeah, I feel like the positives about Instagram and social media nowadays is the audience and the fans of the band can 
become a lot closer to the, they can get to know the band a lot better because like back in the day when social media didn't exist, you only saw the band on stage and it was this almost like dream of a band existing. But now it, yes. you can become a lot more personal on Instagram and social media, which I think is good for the fans where you can kind of interact with, with the singer of this band or the drummer of this band. And it's creating a lot of opportunity to follow a lot more than just a show because you can see the backstage photos. You can, you can see them eating a burger or like it could be anything, but it can also be a bit, I want to say toxic, but it can also be a, like a, a big pressure point because there's a lot to live up to and social media is, you know, like it's like a highlight reel of your life. And, uh, it can create like this false impression that someone is super happy or it's just, you don't have, you can't take it too seriously with Instagram because it's, you know, everyone wants to show their best side and their best stuff on the internet. And um, I think in that aspect, it can be a bit dangerous because you can't really tell um, like if someone is truly happy or, they can ha look like they have the the sickest life, but in reality, they're they're not at all happy. So, I think you need to take Instagram with a grain of salt. And I also feel that for myself, that there's a lot of not necessary pressure, but you know, you have to. There's this like stigma that you need to have a a sick Instagram profile. You need to post your best work and. Uh, you kind of forget why you have an Instagram in the first place. And that's to post stuff that you create or like, or, you know, it's your page and not anyone else's. So I think it's most important to focus on what you want to post and don't think too much of what others think of your photos or of you. It's just, it should be there for you, for your journal. It's like a journal with pictures and text. So I think, yeah, just doing stuff that makes you happy is, is more important than pleasing your audience in a way. Yes, this is definitely an important message. I mean, I'm the first person that sometimes I've been asking to myself, hey, I'm doing it right or I want to show that or not that. When, yeah. when as you said, in the end, it's something that you should do for you without this kind of pressure that that you, I guess we, everybody have already listened to a story about oppression can be difficult to bear for a lot of people. And of course, it's like you are, you, you are on the phone or on the net, on the computer, but at the same time, it's like you are exposing yourself like this. And in, in this, this way, um, doing art uh, um, and posting it online is also like, as you said, something positive because people reach you more easily and at the chance to see you, but at the same time, you, you are exposed to a certain level of stress, let's say, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what about your tour experience? Um, can, you, can you tell us about a little bit more which, which, which kind of band did you use to tour? Do you have some bands that are like your fix? <laughs> I want to say just client, but I will say, uh, that with whom do you gonna say, okay, I'm gonna be on tour for the next two years and everything, or or you just try to choose and it comes like, 
of the requests you will receive at the moment? It's a bit different. I have a few bands that I tour with regularly, and then I have a few bands that I do you know, some things with, and some are just, I go on one tour with them, and then we're, we're done. And, uh, but most of the time it's been, I've been working with a few artists pretty, like for a long time. And uh, the bands I currently work with are Crystal Lake from Japan, I work with Normandy from Sweden mm-hmm. and then Birds Morrow from the UK, which I'd say are my like primary three as of this moment. And then I do like the occasional stuff with Adept from Sweden, like Awake the Dreamer, um, did a tour with Decapitated from Poland before the pandemic hit. So mm-hmm. just trying to like get a bit of everything and try to evolve as a photographer because each and every band has their their visuals and their kind of style. So it's fun to experiment with different artists and you can grow as a photographer and not just stuck in one place. But yeah, Chris Lake is probably my main as of right now, which we've been doing a lot of shows in the last three years. So I'm very thankful that they gave me an opportunity and were willing to keep on giving me an opportunity to tour with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 cool. And, and can you can tell us about some one one or two experiences that uh, has been very nice for you to to be on tour? Yeah, I think like going back to the Resurrection Fest, it was it was a very cool moment for all of us because the first tour they did in 2017 in Europe, it was you know a very small tour and it was like the start of their journey outside of Asia and. Um, I think just seeing the fan base like grow exponentially for every tour they've done over here is really cool to see. And um, just it's like a receipt for all of us that the hard work they're putting in and that we are doing together is paying off because they are gaining new fans and they're getting bigger outside of Asia and that I can help and like be a part of that journey is is very cool to me so i'm thankful uh to experience all these cool things with them mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes when definitely once again sharing the moment sharing the experience uh the music um i can just remember or i can talk more so for the experience with ghost iris because uh, i was in already friends with uh, one of the guitar player um from his old band and they came here in Switzerland playing. So we met there. And um, I went, when I jumped on the Ghost Irish ship, I, I, I have to be honest, I, I never heard, I couldn't like say, okay, I, this, those are my best or favorite three songs of the band. Like I, I told me, you know, I'm here really for the experience. And, and uh, I have to be honest, that's, that kind of matter wasn't also something that I will listen to every day, but being there, uh, knowing them are, are as artists, and uh, as you said, the same, same, almost same set every evening and everything, just makes you better understand why the music sounds like this. So, uh, and, and you, and in the end, you appreciate better almost that sound. Like that was incredible because, um, because as I said, I, I didn't know what to expect 
but I just know that it could be very interesting. Of course, uh, kind of uh, intense because yeah, we 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 rode a lot of a lot a lot of kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and this this was an approach also that I really enjoyed the, the idea of go there with no much expectation. You know, I say okay, I'm there, I'm doing that and that, and I'm enjoying it, and and you grow with the experience. Yeah. And, I um, think it, like as a crew member, you don't really need to. And like, even if you don't really like the music, it doesn't really matter. Like, as long as you enjoy the people you're there with and you're having a good time, that's a big plus for me. But as a photographer, I feel like the music has a big part in it because you're kind of creating visuals to that music. So if you're enjoying it, it makes it a lot easier because you get a lot more ideas when you're enjoying a piece of a piece of art. Um, so if you are a photographer or a videographer and you don't really like the music, it could be a bit difficult because you don't really feel that inspiration from the music. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful to be touring with a lot of artists that I normally would listen to or the music that I enjoy. So that's cool. Yeah, because in that way, in that position, you are an artist working on other and with other artists you know it's just like uh, and this is also something that is, is, is a symbiosis definitely is interesting as you said you have to be uh, on that page to, to to try to 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 get the spark of what you're looking for or what the project of the band is, is on and um I noticed that sometimes working in classical music is uh, you got the same energy that uh, when yeah. the orchestra go on stage, you know, you got all these that feelings the same when the band goes on stage, you know, like when you got to, uh, I had the chance to work with the definitely big orchestras and, and playing the just repertoire that everybody knows. It could be like Beethoven. So music that it's really loud it's 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 motifs that everybody knows and are so well played with the dynamics and everything and and you feel that energy and that's incredible because uh, then I, if i imagine myself being on the side of the stage while the band i'm in two with is playing i got the same feeling while on the side of the stage behind the curtain while the orchestra's playing and a fun fact is that um, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, even with my with my team, we are also listen to a lot of different music, but a couple of them are also from the metal scene, I will say. And uh, so, in um, before and after the concert, we are working with a normal T-shirt and with metal bands on it and everything. And 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 the, um, the orchestra, the the musicians are really enjoying us this because they say, "Oh, that's cool." Because they also maybe in the free time listen to uh, the same kind of music or the same bands, but also they like the idea. Okay, we are here for classical music, but you bring this kind of energy with you know, like this motivation, like this, yeah, yeah. and it's. <laughs> Cool, also another other kind of symbiotic uh, experience uh, between artists and 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 working uh, to uh, uh, what because what I like of my work is that you you um, you build something to allow other person to express themselves. So I'm definitely happy when when uh, the orchestra can go on stage and uh, and play uh, the program with no problem and if everybody are happy. And and this is the same for the band. To me, it's so important that, that we can we can travel safe and we can arrive at the location. I, I try to to 
to use my skills, for example, speaking different languages to to say, you know, the guys need this, that, so the band can just can just be easy going and re- getting ready for 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 the um, for the the rehearsal, sound check, and then taking a nap and then being ready for for the show time. And yeah, this is something that if I think what I I feel definitely lucky, you know, because because this is you feel you got these feelings also being there. And I can only imagine, I tell you that just because I can only imagine how this feeling, this sensation can just uh, uh, give just uh, more uh, flavor and kick to your job. Uh, as we said, artists working with and on other artists, that, 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 that's so good to think. Because I think a lot of people out there have no idea of of this world, what's what is behind all this? You know, like yeah. this is this is something that uh, motivates me every day. Even now with the, with the COVID situation, staying home and everything, but having the chance to talk to you or reach other friends, and of course, hey, do you remember about that time and everything? But yeah, that's why because 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 we just we just want to to go back there and and, and hello musician to play. Let's them being on stage, hello the audience to have a good moment and and this is this is something that i really hope we we could uh start to achieve once again in 2021 definitely finger crossed for that um one question about um, music videos i don't know there is something maybe at the moment that you have seen on youtube uh, that would you say would you um advice to the to the audience to take a look because you thought it was definitely a nice and interesting music videos and everything without criticize or without <laughs> without just of course a, a little bit of um, advertising from some band is always healthy <laughs> we are also for this but but yeah with your eyes as a photographer and video maker just something online that at the moment you think is it's good oh yes guys you definitely need to take a look at that video i think a video that i really enjoy is it's it's an older one. I don't know which year it's from, but it's um, it's a band called Icy Stars from uh, USA, and yeah. uh, they've got a video for their song "Calm Snow," which I think to this day holds up, and is so cool. And every time I look at it, I'm so impressed because <laughs> it's just it's like a movie almost. You feel like you're in mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, or you know, like it's just so cool and every like it fits the song so so perfectly and i think even to this day it's one of my favorite videos that i've seen and uh yeah with like with how fast technology is changing i think it's really impressive because it's maybe like four five years old and it's still a lot better than some of these videos that are releasing today so it's yeah hats off to the team pull that off and for you know creating a stunning visual yes i i i definitely like when this happen because uh, i can bring to example uh i love the video of the of the american band poison to well from the for the song botchla because uh, uh, it's just this live set. This guy is playing like in a you know in, in an old fabric uh, location and I don't know the the video maker just captures this energy of that song because it's not a long song, but it's got a lot of um, a couple of uh, of um, of moments where 
the the music really kick hard and everything and and the way the the um, the the video maker is just circling around the band uh, introducing um some focus on the on, on the guitar player or on the singer but then close up on the band and then back on the single musician it always inspired me a lot i always uh, in that specific video i love the way is the the drummer is playing and is film because it keeps so real but in this idea of a music video like a movie um there is this video of kill switch engage for the song always and um it's interesting because in that song uh is all i guess is all clean uh, the the vocal is all clean because it, it took um kids which engage metalcore bands so a lot of scream <laughs> and everything but in that that specific song you can uh understand the lyrics with no problem and um you you have the story of two brothers taking a trip yeah honestly is a, is a, like a time do you got two different story going on one is the is the brother doing something like now and then you got a mix of ima- image so of uh, what happened before in between the two brothers and and it's a sad story because one of the of the of the two brothers is sick and in the end you understood that he has died from this sickness and and those I imagine with the the, the text uh they just fit so good and um and there is a moment when there is even in the in the song there's like at the bridge or it's not a breakdown but it's a more a bridge and um there is the the guy uh, just letting fall into the pool, in a pool and that moment is so real it's so it fits so right with the music the sound even even the the color in the, the post production the the color of the whole uh, the shoes for the lightning the saturation everything is so um interesting that uh, it keeps you when the song ends and the video ends you just i i remember the first time so i said wait i i need to to watch it once again for the beginning without skipping anything because it's so intense and uh when this happened i think this is so good for even just for the video maker for the director and everything because they say oh you got definitely a good idea uh and you realize that but also i think for for the band also because uh, everybody's going to remember watching the go on youtube watch the videos or or listen to the song remember the video and i know i think that's uh, this it's it's interesting when there is this good balance in between music and what is visual because uh, um and maybe this go back on the topic of, about social network sometimes it seems like uh, um you get more distract of the way uh things appear than the way they are in this case sounds i would say it happens also that um I, uh, some friends send me some some videos and say hey you have to listen to this band let me know what you think and i watch the video and i notice that i i not 100% concentrate of the on on the music and i say i i don't like the video I don't like the way the guy looks or <laughs> what they put out and and then maybe uh, the day after i just i'm just traveling by train and i listen to the same song in my headphones and I say oh whoa wait i definitely love the song so the, this is something that uh, still uh, still i guess be the mission of somebody like you like <laughs> try to find the, the right balance and the right the, the right uh, energy yeah, through the images so definitely uh 
like a an art itself to kind of like create visuals that fits the music and in a way that it doesn't take away anything from the music or anything from the video. It's just in perfect sync. And I think a video that is really, really done well in that sense is Normandy. They put out a new song uh, last week, I think, and it's called Babylon. And it's a really cool video and it doesn't take away from the song at all. It's just, it's, it enhances the song and it really is a cool video. And um, it's a video you kind of can watch over and over. And I think if you achieve that, it's really good because some videos you watch once and then you're like, okay, I've seen it. But if you can create a video that people want to see over and over because it has cool Easter eggs or it has cool effects that you're like, how did it do that? Or just something that like will keep people watching, then you Mm-hmm. done a good job i think and a yeah. video for babylon is definitely in that category <laughs> okay i definitely need to to watch it and i'm gonna put the link also in the episode description some people are gonna have some some guidelines of what to what we are talking about yeah. I, I always love when you got those kind of um easter eggs or like uh, some um some bands from uh, members from other bands uh, appearing in a video maybe like a cameo but you know that there are the it's like oh that that's so cool like like uh, there is definitely a lot of way to to be to be um, to try to do something new or to just it doesn't have to be something difficult or something like special sometimes i guess those are the simple thing that also helped a little bit to remind of something or this uh, this connection between music and videos is, is something definitely interesting, and I guess we we are living this. I'm, I remember when I grew up, when I was 16, there was no YouTube, <laughs> or I uh, or uh, as I said, with a lot of friends in another episode before, I grew up with a MySpace for social network, mm-hmm. and um, so uh, I think we we are like in the in the um, in the boom of these feelings in between, I imagine. And, uh, and 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 sound and and this is so um, interesting because you see uh, how you try to 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 create something to try to to make to make history in some ways like I think that's I think a little bit sad because um, that the fact that sometimes there's this idea of like uh, not to mock but also yeah to imitate a lot things from from um, from other uh, productions i would say uh like uh, i saw yesterday uh, uh the music video of a brand new song of an italian um songwriter and uh, song definitely interesting and the video the way uh, the songwriter is is is, is post on the video and he said everything it reminds me a lot of a video of this england singer called uh young blood and uh, um i say you know like i I guess the idea in between is like you know to to make the video also a little bit catchy, let's say. But yeah, this is also another another topic that the idea of that uh, what does it mean being original in this profession? And uh, uh, as you said, it's it's art because you you want to reach more audience. Of course, the idea of becoming more likes it's like okay, I've been successful nowadays. 
this is something that maybe a couple of years ago was, wasn't so important, but this is it. And so you, you, you face this idea, okay, um, I'm, I'm viewed, I'm judged and I, I've been liked. So this is, this is also something that, I, that, that makes me a lot of things a lot. Because as I said, it's not that definitely, it's a very good song. It's a very good and interesting video. But the fact that you say, oh, this reminds me a lot of that, that there are those two or three um, uh, particular things that remind you something also make you think, okay, but why? I mean, maybe I'm too critic. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, um, yes, it's something definitely that I thought that we definitely need to discuss. And, and I thank you very much to, 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 for your time because I, uh, you work on that. You, this is your life. And what's better person to, to share those talks and to have some, some more opinion. Before we close this episode, um, any plans, any, any, any ideas for these coming years? Or there is something that would you like to do in the near future or some project and everything that you can, that you can share with us? Because I know that a lot of people say, I don't share a lot of what we're going to do because uh, we don't know what happened and I don't want to just give false, uh, false uh, stories out there. But uh, yeah, there is something that, um, what's, oh, let's do like this. The question is, what will motivate you do, what is the motivation now for uh, face this new year, knowing what are the difficulties that we are facing all of us in the music business? I think just trying to stay positive and like hoping that shows will come back uh, as soon as possible because we all want to want to be at a concert and enjoy some live music. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to focus on just improving my craft as a photographer and videographer, learn new things, experiment so I can bring new stuff with me on the road when it, when it finally comes back touring. Uh, so I think just focusing on improving my craft. So when it all comes back, I got a new skill set or a new method or just, yeah, trying to evolve myself, um, and keep improving. And it's easy to kind of, you know, not use a camera because we don't have anything to do or not do this because it's nothing happening. But I think you can really use this time wisely to learn that thing you always wanted to try or it doesn't even have to be music photography or photography at all. It could be, you know, read more books or go outside more. It could be anything. Just, I think just have to use this time in in like in a way that can benefit yourself because even if the world has stopped it doesn't mean you have to just sit at home and do nothing you can still start working out or you know it could be anything but i think just trying to keep a level head and yeah try to try to pick up a new skill or do something you always wanted to try I think that's what I want to try and do this year. Yeah, well, that's great because I think this is one of the best advice that somebody can receive. <laughs> uh, like, I, I think I was the same. Like, um, try not to. I mean, it's important to take your time to do to to analyze the situation. How do you feel as a person? We don't have to forget that uh, we are human being at first, and then it comes also the passion, the works, and everything. So, but then uh, try to say okay now it's uh, as you said now we have the time 
there is no rush to reach something because the world just stopped. <laughs> uh, let's say the, the the routine just stopped. So you have the time. Finally, you have the time to to use to take the time you you need. That's the maybe the the tricks part. But that before maybe was more stressful. You know, like say, okay, now I have to for next for next month I need to improve that or I need to understand that or I need to learn that. Now definitely you have the time to 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 learn some new skills and to make those skills yours in your hands. So to all the photographer or video maker out there, I guess those, those are the greatest advice they can receive. And I really hope that this year we're gonna see uh, once again, some live show. And of course that maybe whole, whole roads gonna cross again. <laughs> yeah, because <I> do. <laughs> uh, I guess in every episode I did right now, I always remind to the audience that's how oh, I'm happy the fact that because uh, I, um, I've learned um, and a lot of new things, and but of course I met a lot of people, different people, different uh, realities, different. Um, they come from different uh, school of lives, and and can only in, in give something you back. And uh, so even this doing podcast right now, that is also something that I'm doing now because uh, I have the time. It's not because only because COVID right now, but in general, I have, I had this idea. Uh, I guess it started in 2019. The idea of oh yeah, I would like to do some radio. I would like to do some podcasting, uh, and now it happens that I I can invest the right time so I can improve every episode, uh, even learning something more, improve something more, and and this is this is uh, the key. Of you, of to seize the day and use it this time. So, John, I thank you very much to be part of this project to, of the podcast. Um, I guess the audience gonna uh, gonna have a chance to check your website, your your social media presence. Uh, in the description of the episode, they're gonna find everything they need. Uh, would you say one last word to close the episode? Just uh, thank you for inviting me to your podcast, and thank you for a lovely conversation and hopefully we can do it again sometime in the future when you're like a thousand episodes in we can do like a throwback episode and just have a nice time again oh that's great that would be really really nice so thank you very much and i wish you all the best likewise bye check this out Today, the musical spot in the end of every episode belongs to the band Total Recall. Those true veterans of the Italian metalcore scene are bringing back the true spirit of the genre to commemorate their fallen friend Massimo. You can find them on all the online musical platforms, but now, from their brand new release Always Together, this is Emptiness Disgrace.
Oh! 